0: Hello and welcome to Unqualifying Sessions with me, Amy. This is episode 9, and we are doing the Imola Grand Prix review that happened over the weekend. It was a bit of a hectic weekend. We saw the very first sprint race of the year. Very different conditions all throughout the weekend, from wet to dry to changeable. We saw it all. We also saw the Imala Cat, who is so, so cute. The Imala Cat has their own paddock pass, which I think is amazing. Um, also, in this review, I may have to do a little um, a little apology, but we'll, we'll get to that a bit closer to the time. But anyway, enough rambling for me. Um, let's talk about the race weekend. So, as I just mentioned we did have the very first sprint race of the year which meant qualifying for the sprint race happened on Friday so it was a very wet Friday in Imola and red flags were popping up everywhere throughout practice and qualifying even the qualifying for F2 oh, F3 sorry there was loads of red flags um I saw kind of caught the end of it whilst waiting for F1 to, the qualifying to start for F1 um during the qualifying there was a total number of five red flags which is absolutely crazy I don't remember the last time we saw that many red flags in a qualifying I think I saw something pop up on Twitter that said it it was something like 2006 2007 um I'm not 100 percent sure but you don't really see this number of red flags in qualifying or even in a race really it's very unlikely you see that the the only thing that pops up close to mind in like recent times was when we was in Saudi Arabia, um, back in towards the end of November. It's like the last time I I saw a, a, a lot of red flags, anyway. So during Q1, Alex Alborn had a break fire, um, it kind of started and then all of a sudden it like kind of poofed again, um. Luckily, he managed to get back to the pit um, with the car relatively intact. Um, but then he was obviously out for the rest of, of qualifying. Unfortunately, his teammate Latifi also got knocked out. Well, he got knocked out of Q1. So not a great day for Williams on the Friday. Um, also, Alpha AlphaTauri, not a good qualifying. They were off the pace. Both cars only didn't get through to to Q2 they completed Q1 and also had a bad Q1 for Esteban Ocon Um he went into the pizza and then didn't come out there was an issue with his car now Q2 was a little bit better but it was looking really good for signs but at the start <laughs> When he got to the Rivazza turn, he went off the track and into the wall, which then led to another red flag. Also, at this point, it had started to rain again. So, by the time qualifying started, kind of stopped raining. Um, so, people were going more and trying out the slicks. But yeah, it started to rain again. And the track was kind of drying out. So, This meant that some people didn't even bother going back out. Um, I'm pretty sure Mick, Schumacher, George Russell and Lewis Hamilton just didn't go back out. But the checkered flag, like I said, Mick, Stroll and Joe were out. And also, again, a disappointing uh, day for Mercedes with both Russell and Hamilton not going out um, after the flag. I think we saw... uh, a lot of the other people that went that did, did go back out they kind of just went out they weren't really pumping out um anything too crazy time-wise then q3 started with magnuson going off the track which did cause a red flag but with some pretty quick thinking he did manage to get out of the gravel trap which allowed him to continue on with the rest of qualifying um valtteri bottas also had some issues going down into rabatza Um, which caused the fourth red flag of the session. In the final 30-something seconds um, of qualifying, Norris went off the track at Minerale, which was the fifth and final red flag of the session um, with qualifying with only 30-something seconds to go ended. So the top 10 for qualifying were as follows. Number one, we had Verstappen. It was a very good qualifying for him. Second Leclerc, third was Norris, fourth Magnussen, fifth Alonso, sixth Ricardo, seventh Perez, eighth Bottas, ninth Sebastian Vettel, and tenth Signs. Then we move on to Saturday. So, like I said, this was the first sprint race of the year. We have two more coming up, and it was pretty good, especially for a dry Imola. Um, there was again some winners and losers. Unfortunately for Guan Yu Zhou, he ended up out of the sprint in the first lap after a collision with Pierre Gasly, which caused the first and only safety car of the session. There was a couple of black and white flags for weaving during this time, and this was for Magnussen and Alonso. Sainz had a really good sprint race, actually, and made some great gains, going from 10th in qualifying to 4th, and very similar with Perez, he was in 7th and he got up to 3rd. Leclerc got to a really good start. Um but in lap 20 Max Verstappen managed to take the lead again and he won the sprint. There was however quite a few DRS trains particularly in the midfield. But overall it was a pretty eventful sprint. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to see what else is going to happen how they will continue on throughout the rest of the season when we when we do come back to them. I think this sprint race particularly in Imola because it is hard to overtake it did show that the cars are kind of doing what they wanted them to do in terms of letting the cars get closer together so I think that that was a really good point and it, it definitely was I'd say more interesting I'd rather watch a sprint race than watch practice um but yeah we should have to see how how it also um transpires in in other races when, when they come up but I think it was slightly better than than last time personally um and I I did see quite a few people like oh this is actually quite a good sprint race so I think it it has definitely improved a bit since last year Anyway, so the top 10 for the sprint, which when the order for the race is we had Max Verstappen first, second Charles Leclerc, third Sergio Perez, fourth Carlos Sainz, fifth Lando Norris, sixth Daniel Ricciardo, seventh Valtteri Bottas, eighth Kevin Magnussen, ninth Fernando Alonso and 10th Mick Schumacher. So, you know, pretty good sprint race. Um also it's good to see that it looks like McLaren have kind of sorted out a lot of their issues which is good they're kind of back to where they should be obviously we talk a little bit more once we get on to the Sunday bit of the of the race but overall decent we only had Guan Zhou who um, did not finish but, yeah, it wasn't a particularly good weekend for Mercedes, I must admit. Um, with a sprint race, George Russell finished 11th and Lewis Hamilton finished 14th. So, not a good uh, weekend for them. And uh, we continue on to Sunday race day. So, this is the part where I think I might need to apologise. Um... See, if you listen to last week's episode with my wonderful friend Lauren, you may have heard a talk, um, both of us, a few times how good we thought Ferrari was this year and how well we thought they were going to do and how we joked that we probably were going to shinx them. Um, I, I, I'll just insert the clip here for, for you to, to listen to. Ferrari came in with a with a bang this year they were like hello they just like honestly 300 style kicked down that door and was like we are here they were like babes we're Ferrari don't you forget it you know what I mean yeah Uh, they I, I honestly can only see them going strength to strength um, this season we say that like, it's going to go downhill well, for gonna next is we're going to be like we'll come we'll back come to this now and there'll be a terrible fire in a factory and everything will <laughs> right. so we'll come back to it in like a couple of races time and be like we jinxed Ferrari we are terribly terribly sorry um, yeah no they're going to be fine yeah I think we we may have jinxed it um so in lap one daniel ricardo and carlos Sainz came together and they both went off the track um this meant that carlos was out of the race uh and whilst daniel ricardo managed to get back onto the track and complete the race it wasn't a good race for him he finished 18th he ended up last out of all the cars that finished so it, it wasn't a particularly good race for for Daniel either but yeah Carlos Sainz was out in the first lap which was, it was disappointing because he had done so well in the sprint I thought he's gonna do well but unfortunately that that did happen however we did see that Daniel Cardio is a good egg Um, afterwards he went and found Carlos and apologized to him and and the mechanics in Ferrari so I was like that that's a nice thing to do really good sportsmanship and um, I saw something that Carlos said I can't remember the exact quote so I'm not going to quote it but I think it is nice to see when drivers have good sportsmanship um so so that was good but disappointing race for 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 the both of them and the Ferrari misfortune Imola did continue um yeah uh, it looked like Leclerc was on track for a podium sprint race qualifying he was he was doing well um however it looked like he was get, he was getting closer to Perez. It looked like an overtake was due at any point. Um, however, he kind of made a little bit of a mistake. Uh, he kind of went off the track, um, and, and this did mean Leclerc ended up sick for overall. Um, it's just not 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 good. But. On the other hand, it was a tale of two halves, as opposed to McLaren. Whilst Daniel didn't do too well, even though actually he did all right in in the sprint and in qualifying. Mr Norris, well, he managed to take advantage of um, Leclerc's, you know, going off the track. He he was behind Leclerc. Leclerc was off the track. He ends up. Leclerc ends up in sixth. So that meant Mr Lando Norris was in third. I don't think he quite believed it either to be quite honest and we saw mclaren's first podium this year i mean if you told me in bahrain that by imola mclaren would have a podium i probably would have said i don't i, I mean i like your positive vibes but i don't think that's going to happen i think it's going to take a few more races but there we go there we go but I was happy to see the papaya on the podium I really was um moving on somebody else who did not have a particularly good race and I thought again he 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 could have a good race here decent race here Fernando Alonso um his side pod basically just yeeted off that car um he came together with Bottas I believe at one point and then as I was going along he, it looked, there's a bit of a, uh, like a, a tussle between him and Hamilton. There was, Hamilton was kind of looking, was about to overtake him. And it just came off. It was like, whoop, it just flew off. It was like, what? Um, Speaking of Hamilton, yeah, it wasn't a particularly good race for him either. Uh, he came 14th and if you watched the race via Sky, um, I don't know if they s- presented this on, on other TV stations, but with Sky, you would have noticed that Hamilton got lapped by Max Verstappen, and, and they kind of mentioned it. I believe it was he was 77 seconds behind the leader, Lewis Hamilton, so not a particularly good race for him, but on the other hand, George Russell didn't do too badly. After qualifying and the sprint race, which I suppose were quite disappointing for Mercedes, George did manage to get up to fifth. So, a very good race for him. Um, Also, another positive, Aston Martin scored points. So, the first three races, no points, and this weekend, Imola, they scored points. Well, yay! This also does mean... That my hope from the very first episode of Unqualifying Sessions... Has come true where I said... I at least hope every team scores points or a point. All teams have scored points now. So my hope for the year has, has been achieved. Am I a fortune teller? That's what I'm going to say. It looks like I am. Even though I jinxed Ferrari. But it's it's fine. It's okay. But lastly... We have to say, what a great weekend for Red Bull. Max did what he had to do. He got on pole and he kept it there. Well done, Max. Pat on the shoulder, pat on the back for that. Also, Perez. Yeah. After not a particularly good qualifying, he managed to crawl his way back through for the sprint. And he came second in the race. Well done, Perez. Again, pat on the back for you. This did also mean that Red Bull got their first 1-2 since Malaysia 2016. So that's pretty, pretty good. Well done, Red Bull. And it means so far, the statistic, I mean, I know there's only been four races and he has DNF'd in two but so far every race that Max Verstappen has completed this year he has won. So positives positives. Anyway the finishing order for the race goes as follows. So first we have Max Verstappen second Sergio Perez third Lando Norris, fourth George Russell, fifth Valtteri Bottas, Charles Leclerc Sixth, did I? I think I said George Russell came fifth earlier. He came fourth. I sincerely apologise, George, for that statement earlier. He came fourth. Fifth, we bought as sixth, Charles Leclerc. Another good race for Yuki Tsunoda. After again not having a particularly good qualifying or sprint, he came seventh. Then we have Sebastian Vettel, came in at number eight. Kevin Magnuson was ninth, and Lance Stroll came in tenth. Eleventh, we have Alexander Albon. Twelfth, Pierre Gasly. Thirteenth, Lewis Hamilton. Fourteenth, Esteban Ocon. Fifteenth, Joe Guanyu, Sixteenth, Nicholas Latifi. Seventeenth, Mick Schumacher, and eighteenth, Daniel Ricardo with the two Spaniards, Fernando Alonso and Carlos Sainz, not finishing the race. So that was the Imola Grand Prix weekend. The only thing we do have to mention, and I would like to hear your thoughts about it. It wasn't until, what lap thirty-two, lap thirty-three, within the race that a uh, DRS got enabled. Now, usually, if it's a particularly w- wet day, because it, it had been raining quite badly during the day before before the race had started, um they do sometimes not allow drs to be enabled for so many laps within the race however i would say a, a good 10 laps maybe 15 before they enabled drs people started to come in for the slicks because you could see like the dry the dry patch on the track but they, they, didn't, they didn't enable it until, like I said, like lap 32, lap 33. Um, I do wonder if they just forgot to enable DRS. And <laughs> they just sat there and I was like, oh, oh, I forgot to enable the DRS. Because they didn't, they didn't enable it um, for quite a while. And even, you know, Crofty and Paul de Vesta were like, um, they still haven't enabled Enabled DRS yet, and uh, they should have probably done it about 10 lots prior, but they did eventually do it. But it, it was quite funny seeing everybody like, But why have they enabled the DRS yet? Like, uh, come on, come on, Formula One, FIA, enable the DRS. But they did in the end, um, but yeah, it did, it did make me think, did, did they just forget to enable it? Anyway, let me w- see what you think. I have seen some theories, people saying, Did they? wait as long as they did to see how racing is like without the DRS but who knows not me but anyway that was the Imola Grand Prix weekend review uh hope you enjoyed this week's race another good one another good one um I don't think it's maybe as exciting as some of the other ones in my opinion but I think as an overall weekend pretty good pretty good race next we have the inaugural Miami Grand Prix. Um, I'm excited to see how that one goes. Don't really know too much about it, but I'm excited nonetheless. But anyway, it is a bank holiday weekend in the UK. So I hope you have a fabulous, fantastic, non-Formula One build bank holiday weekend but until next time have a great one and i'll see you in the next one bye